Wonder what the other guys are doing at their tailgate? Let's go outside the 904 with Blythe. Prior to the season, the Jaguars and the Browns were often compared as the franchises who can find more ways to lose games than they can to win them. And despite a historically 500 record in head-to-head matchups, it seems one side has now turned that corner and currently sits in first place. Meanwhile, the other side and the Cleveland Browns are still looking for that first win. On this week's Outside the 904, we take you to Youngstown, Ohio, to chat with Danny Cotullo of Cotullo Meats, who calls himself an eternal optimist when it comes to the Browns and their Super Bowl chances. Now, now, Danny, as a butcher shop owner, what does game day look like for you? Do, do you tailgate for the game? Do you work for the game or, or a little of both? A, a, little of, a little bit of both, actually. Um, I get to enjoy the beginning part of the year before the holidays come. And uh, being a butcher shop owner, let's just say we get to have some tasty tailgate treats. Now, speaking of tasty tailgate treats, now from the meat to the drink, what are the must-haves for your ideal tailgate menu? Well, you know, it gets a little bit colder in Cleveland than it does in Jacksonville. (laughs) So we have to make sure that we're warmed up as we are, you know, getting ready to tailgate. So I like to bring some, uh, some spicy beef jerky to start it off in the morning. And usually the muni lots open at 6 a.m., so we got to get some bacon on the grill. And then, of course, doing some stuffed flank steaks, some turducken rolls, and all the fun goodies. Now, speaking of flank steak, we, we sort of teased this before you, we brought you on, but I was going through your Twitter feed and noticed that you have what looks like meat panties. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I can. Um so one of our largest customers is also the marketing director for Victoria's Secret, and he likes to place online orders. And so we decided, you know, inspired by Lady Gaga, to send him <laughs> our own pair of meat onions. That's I, I, looking at that picture. I could not. I, I didn't know what it was for. And but now that you sort of explained it, do you do? You, is that sort of your craziest creation, or do you have other creations that you've made or that that are sort a little more wild? Yeah, you know what? Um, our good friend, Lena Berry, uh, loves Marshawn Lynch. Nice. And so she kept on talking about him and his Skittles obsession. So we decided to make a Skittles sausage for Lena. And uh, that was probably our craziest. And it tasted like fruity pebbles. Like you had a oh, big God. bowl of that <laughs> while you were eating some breakfast sausage. So <laughs> It's a little extreme. I got to tell you, it's a, it's a little extreme, but uh, like... I got to, like, when you made the meat panties, was it, like, required that someone wear them? Like, if we're going to make these, they have to be worn at least once? Or was it just, like, a novelty thing, do whatever you want? Well, yeah, I mean, we sent it over to him, so we have no clue what he did before he put it on the grill. Um, So we're hoping he didn't wear them before. But he did (laughs) send us a picture with, like, a huge thumbs up. Like, I don't know. He he had us to look like you guys are kind of, like, idiots, but we love you, too. Well, there you have it. And his his uh, name for it is Meat Undies, not Meat Panties. I was wondering if there was an official name. Yeah, I, I think Undies is more like, you know, it's non-gender specific. Listen, anybody can wear these. So when it comes to, to, to game day, to tailgating for a Browns game, I mean, obviously everybody knows, most NFL fans know of, you know, the history with the Browns and sort of winless for a while. What does game day and tailgating look like for you guys? And, and, and is it, you know, sort of a, a sea of sadness or is it, you know, just we're just here to have fun and, and go watch maybe a win today? Yeah, so imagine knowing that you're going to lose <laughs> while you are up at 6 a.m. Yet. Yet you believe still, like the road is seven and nine, 
It starts today. <laughs> like, we're going to win out. And then next year, we're going to win the Super Bowl. And, like, knowing that every morning at 6 a.m. before game day, you know, it, it takes a lot of courage. So I applaud Browns fans as they get ready to go to the game today. Well, lay out the map for me. Like, I, I get it. The road to 7-9 and somewhere in your head begins today. So lay out the, the, the short-term map. How do they get to 1-9 and nine against the Jets? Well, okay, yeah, so we have to win today to start this, right? So I think today what really happens is maybe we try to score a touchdown in the first quarter. It's a good and start. if we start scoring in the first quarter, maybe we'll get excited and start playing good defense at the end of the first half and stop letting teams score with like 10 seconds or less to get the momentum going into halftime. So now we have momentum at halftime, and now the players are excited. Then we get to the second half, and the fans are starting to feel it. They're starting to feel the train start rolling, and all of a sudden it's like 1980s again, and maybe Bernie Kosar walks out and starts playing quarterback. <laughs> and there's your road to 1-9. and nine. Yeah, and while that's going yeah. on, I mean, what are, your thoughts, sense. what are your thoughts on a quarterback sneak at the end of the first half today? <sighs> I mean, come on. It's like, hey, you're killing me here. Now, now I'm going back on a negative, Danny. You, this, is, this is not fun. I mean, like, how do you – you know you have no time out. I mean, like, anybody – like, my nine-year-old son who plays Madden knows there's no time out and says, Daddy, why doesn't he just throw the ball away? I mean, it's like I – just, I just don't understand. Why, can't, why can every NFL team, like, once every two decades find a quarterback – and yet the Browns haven't been able to find one since 1993. Well, it, my next question is, it's sort of the go-to phrase for, and especially with Jacksonville, we, we've had more of a, until this season, we've had a decade of losing. And, and the go-to phrase for, for most fans was, at least we're not the Browns. What do Browns fans say to sort of make yourself feel better about the situation? Well, see, like, we know that the NFL has been cheating against us for a long time. <laughs> And, I mean, let me give you one example, and I will talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars game. This oh, was no. years ago, okay? And the Browns run this play where they throw the ball to Quincy Morgan, and they're putting the game away. I mean, they're actually passing the ball with the lead to put, the way, put away the game then. So Tim Couch, who is the next greatest Browns quarterback since Bernie Kosar, decides to throw the ball to Quincy Morgan. May or may not have juggled the ball. Now, smart Tim Couch runs up to the line and runs another play. If it's Peyton Manning, if it's Tom Brady, people are, like, applauding. How genius of a play for Tim Couch. But the NFL, for the first time ever, says, even though the Browns ran another play, we have to go look at that catch that Quincy Morgan made. I mean, what is that? And then they wonder why we throw bottles on the field. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, what you couldn't see is Tony was uh – not maybe not mocking, but coming right along with you and was about to throw a water bottle at me. Danny Catullo, owner of Catullo Meats in Youngstown, diehard, obviously, Browns fan joining us now. Danny, what's the coldest game that you've been to? Uh, actually, the Jacksonville Jaguars game when we, I don't know how we beat you. This, this You guys are the second worst team in the NFL. We had Josh Cribbs. We were. He's like a, were. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Josh Cribbs is like a, He's a kick returner. We are starting a kick returner at quarterback, and we beat you. Um, this oh, saved Eric Mangini's job. I don't know if you remember this in week 17. Thank you guys for losing to us. So we had another year of Eric Mangini. Really appreciate it. We did it for the Josh league. Cribbs, <laughs> yes, Josh Cribbs is playing quarterback. And 
that game was so cold that my beer was freezing every time I took a sip. And so I had to blow warm air into my beer so that I could be able to take another step. That's awful. That sounds like my nightmare. It was awful. It was the last Browns game that my wife ever attended with me for multiple reasons. <laughs> but I have to say that was my fourth Browns win at the stadium. Aww. I'm four and thirty. I'm four and thirty-two. Wow. I, I, so, yeah, it, can you imagine thirty-two losses? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We, 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 yes, can. we can. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, this is therapy. I didn't realize this is therapy. Yes. Okay. Yes, it's, it's, it's definitely, you have a lot of strength to have that much positivity because you should have heard us before the season ever started. That was a sea of negativity. But I'm a little curious. It's sort of game days this week with Thanksgiving coming up and, and taking turkey out of the equation. What's the number one seller for you for game days compared to Thanksgiving? For game days compared to, you know, during around this time of the year for the holiday? Yes. Or for, like, the beginning part? Sort of the beginning part. I I guess with Thanksgiving, you know, turkey is, like, sort of the go-to meat. If how What what is your number one seller outside of turkey on Thanksgiving? Is it, like, a turducken, or are people using that for game days? Yeah, you know what? I think, uh, you know, the turduckens are definitely a big specialty around here. Youngstown and, like, the Rust Belt in general are filled with a bunch of older European influence. So a, a lot of us are, like, first, second, third generation Europeans. So we do a bunch of different sausages. So, like, bratwurst, kielbasa, um, smoked sausages, and those are, like, the best things to put on a grill. It warms you up. You can put a little bit of Cleveland mustard on top of that, some onions, and really gets you going for the game. Now, look, I, I know we've been talking exclusively Browns here, but at least – I, I hope for your sake that you're just allowing yourself to enjoy the LeBron ride as long as it's oh. going to last up there. I hope you are a Cavs fan because it's been so, fun at least for the last couple of years, right? I, ha- I have to tell you, it was Father's Day, you know, when the Cavs won it all. And so, like, us idiots, because we still believe every year that, you know, maybe one of our teams will win one, we all go up there after Father's Day. We take my dad up, and he, my dad's like, we had to drag him to go up there. He's like, they're going to lose. They're going to make me miserable again. It's been since 1964. So we bring my dad up there. My whole entire family's watching this game. And it's over. Kyrie hits the big shot. And, you know, everyone's going insane at Flannery's. And my dad just starts crying. I mean, just bawling tears. And we go out into the streets. And I'm telling you, everybody, every ethnicity, I mean, like, young, old, grandparents, whatever, we're just outside hugging and talking, and, like, all the older fans were talking about the old days with Jim Brown and how long it's been, and it really was, for as long as it took us to win one, it really was worth it. And, Danny, before we let you go, uh, give us a little prediction for this Jaguars-Browns matchup today. (sighs) Okay. Real prediction? Yes, real prediction. Real prediction. Time to get down to real business. Um, Okay, so I think that... I'm going to give you the Browns are going to win, okay? The Browns are going to win 24-21 to 21 because Blake Bortles throws an interception when all he has to do is run out the clock. <laughs> well, that's, that's it's, it's a bold prediction. It, 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 and, and one last thing, Tayshawn Gibson's comments earlier in the week, you know, talking about hanging, hanging 40 on a former yeah, Browns player. Yeah, my buddy. There he goes. Does that resonate at all with the Cleveland fans? Is that sort of fuel to your fire? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, listen, you mess with the Browns, you're messing with our entire city, 
and every single suburb that's at least two hours away. <laughs> like, don't br- don't bring that heat to us, Gibson. <laughs> this guy this guy acts like he went to the Patriots. He went to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh. Okay, <laughs> listen. All right, buddy. I you know I can't wait. I can't wait for us to throw to um, uh, Kenny Britt. No, um, maybe like Corey Coleman if his hands up. We're going to throw to some wide receiver, okay? And he is just going to tear him up today. It might be Ricardo Lewis off the practice squad. I don't even know. But he's going he's gonna to get a world of hurt from the dynamic Browns offense today. Well, we certainly appreciate your time today, Danny, and in your eternal optimism. Obviously, we hope one way or the other that the Jaguars pull out the win, and I'm sure you're hoping the same for the Browns. So thanks too much to you, Danny Cotullo, butcher shop owner of Cotullo Meats and CEO of Perishable Shipping Solutions, for joining us today to see the different meats his shop offers up and ships right to your doorstep. Be sure to check him out at CotulloPrimeMeats.com and give him a follow on Twitter at Cotullo Meats. Thanks, Danny. Thanks, Danny. Stay warm. Good luck this year.